Welcome to this, the second episode of our podcast, Timothy Put the Kettle On. I'm Sarah Kettle. I'm a chef and a restaurant manager, and this is Timothy R. Andrews. And I'm a consultant working on the building of a new hospitality academy and involved in a number of hospitality projects. So just to explain to you the name of our podcast, there isn't a typo, you'll know that I'm Sarah Kettle, often called Sarah Kettle. I'm not a kitchen appliance, but it's a play on words. <laughs> In last week's episode, we talked about inspiring stories from the hospitality industry during lockdown. We had listeners from all over the world, including the UK, Poland, Holland and the US. Thank you to everybody that listened and shared our podcast. We hope to share some more inspirational stories with you in the future. On today's podcast, with 31% of pubs and 50% of hospitality businesses still to reopen, we look at what the future in hospitality might look like, some of the difficulties and provide some top tips on how to survive the new norm. So let's get straight in. The future. In the future, I think local is going to be a key selling point for businesses. If you're looking at the recruitment market, for example, a lot of people, and partly this is partly influenced by Brexit, but people are looking much more at the local hiring of people. So people within the area. Yeah, you're right. And I think we've all just sort of slid probably I don't know maybe in the last 50 years into this this whole model of life where you can't afford to live where you work you have to commute all these new train lines are being built saying oh isn't it brilliant you can get somewhere in 15 minutes but there's no trains running the economy stops and nobody stops yeah. thinking about that I, yeah. want to local. I don't want to commute into central London you know I, I don't I don't want to travel an hour to get to work and actually nobody does now nobody and also I think people want to see local um produce as well oh they do absolutely yeah you know i think that's going to be a key factor as well where does the food come from what's the story behind the food that's becoming such a key issue right now when we've seen how the government have backtracked on the u.s trade deal yes brexit luckily everyone is talking about chlorinated chicken yeah you know that i i did i was one of the people who's emailed the prime minister and asked him what on earth he thinks he's doing because ultimately when you think about it, the cheapest foods that come in as imports, and sadly it is usually meat um, mm. that goes up there with processed food, these are going to be going to the poorest in society who yeah. are already missing out. And so and nutrition is key. We're talking about the NHS. You know, everyone's been stood out there clapping the NHS. Well, you can't stand out there and clap the NHS if you're not going to make sure that somebody who maybe is teetering on the poverty line in your community is not eating well because they're going to get sick. And that's going to put a strain on our health services. Everything is connected and we lost that disconnect before. And we need yeah. to get back. Absolutely. If you serve a seasonal menu, if you shop local, if you buy local, if it's local produce, you're doing something good for your community and the world that you live in. Absolutely right. Two other areas I think that are going to be different. One is the use of technology. Oh, yes. And one which we'll come back to, which is hygiene. Now, I think if we talk about the technology, we've already seen it with some of the venues that have opened. Uh, orders had to be made in advance or via the use of an app. And it will be linked largely, if they ever get it right, to test and trace. When's that then? <laughs> <laughs> the world beating app. When it does happen, it will be tied into, people will need to order beforehand. They will need to make reservations beforehand. They're dropping in as a sort of casual passerby that's going to be minimized quite dramatically or eradicated in some cases 
people will need to yeah, order. Yeah. So if, if restaurants and pubs will need to have time to an app to order drinks, for example. Well, this is another way in which the industry has responded. And I heard something fantastic that had happened yesterday. So obviously we all use uh, point of sale um, technology yeah. to take payments. There's a company that's set up called Goodtill. They created some software which was was being used but you know wasn't huge as, as they thought it would be and it was actually created for stadiums so if you were sat say i don't know in the o2 or at wembley you could sit at your seats and you could order with the app and then go collect yeah. the bar and they'd say it'll be ready in five minutes a bit like you know when you used to go to like chiquitos when you were young and they give you the little buzzy things that you sit and yeah that's right yeah um it was it was a mobile app version of that essentially and it told you when which bar to go to um what time to get there and your order will be ready and, and bagged up and ready to go. Now, there wasn't as much uptake as they thought, but what they've been able to do is to successfully transform that into a technology that restaurants can use so that when you do order online, they already had the functionality to say, right, choose a pickup time and we'll tell you where to go. And that's already there. So we've already got the technology. So actually, when it comes to that, we're kind of sorted, which is great. We have the facilities already. It's now it's about implementing them. So that's a really good tip. Robots. I went to Alton Towers last year with my nephews and they've got a roller coaster restaurant there where your food comes out of the kitchen, which is above the restaurant on little tiny roller coasters on a track. So your little roller coaster cart arrives at your table and then you take your food out of it yourself and put it on the table and then the roller coaster goes away again. Brilliant. I mean, how cool is that? I think we should have that everywhere. <laughs> Although I'm a bit funny with robots because I saw an episode of X-Files. Mulder and Scully went into a restaurant and it was all run by robots and it was very scary. So I, I, I'm going to stick with the human interaction, if that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing I think is hygiene will become very high up in the agenda. Now, I don't mean the obvious, making sure everything's clean. I think it's going to be the visibility of hygiene standards people are going to go in and they are going to want to see somebody wiping the tables down with the cloths with the masks on making sure that they're doing it that there are hand sanitizers that they can see very easily that they understand that why there are spacing restrictions and i think that is where perhaps in the past we kind of hid these these things because we didn't want to detract from the show or the experience particularly the more high-end stuff now that's going to be part of what people are going to look for. Yeah, I think you're right. And actually, one of the things that I heard at the start of lockdown was before that, before we everything shut and when, when the message quite clearly for, for a couple of months was wash your hands, then the instances of food poisoning went down. Yeah. The board. And not just in hospitality, in homes, because it's, you know, when you work in hospitality, hygiene is up there. It's on your agenda, whether people see it or not. Washing your hands is just something that you do constantly. And we, you know, we all have dishpan hands all the time because we're all constantly keeping clean. However, people at home weren't really doing that. Mm. And then they were, and then there were less hospitalized people with um, things like compilobacter, which is what the most common form of food poisoning you get from raw chicken or meat. So it's, it's good that everyone's appreciating it. It's not just us. It's not just us that's got clean hands now. It's our customers as well, which is quite reassuring. I think also the other thing is what most people forget is that all good hospitality businesses had very high hygiene standards already. And so really 
the use of risk assessments and the health and safety if it was already implemented. COVID is just a little bit extra addition to the standards that should already be maintained. So it's yeah. not like suddenly there's this big, oh my goodness, how am I going to deal with this? It's another infection of which um, there may be some requirements depending on the venue to have PPE or not, or uh, certain spacing or screens that you might need. But outside of that, a lot of the job was already being done, was already being cleaned. A good restaurant is one of the cleanest places you'll enter after a hospital. People need to remember that now that venues have reopened, there is only so much that a hospitality business can be responsible for. You can't have a guard on the door watching people go to the loo to make sure they're not standing right next to each other, for example. It's just not going to be practical for a lot exactly. of business. So there has to be a degree of where we can educate, whether that's through posters, having hand sanitizers, making sure everything's clean properly, etc., etc. But there's a point where the customer has to take businesses will need to look at the journey of the customer where do they go in and out where do staff go in and out what is the journey of the food as it arrives for preparation in the kitchen all the way to when it is served onto the table and i think if they do that when they're making their risk assessments and they consider that when they're opening they'll know whether it's practical or not yeah that's that's very true and um hygiene and cleanliness people will, will be part of the customer experience absolutely yeah it'll be the that that's our new norm that's our new norm i think public hand washing is going to become a thing again i noticed today when i took a short tube ride this morning that um there are now absolutely enormous hand sanitizing stations inside every tube station and oh, that's wow. last week so i think maybe we all just kind of forgot about sanitation for a bit and luckily that's coming back, which I also think is a good thing. Totally agree. Totally agree. And um, I went to Hong Kong and one of the things that struck me there was oh, people are always washing their hands. There's always opportunities because they had SARS previously and it's stayed in their minds. And of course, Hong yeah. Kong has had outbreaks, but actually very short and very controlled. Yeah. And I believe that that is because they were ready for it because of what had happened before and i suspect this is what's going to happen within the uk oh yeah we're going to have to be ready now and i think our lack of space we you know we're very guilty in the uk of being such an an old country with old buildings that everything's really cramped because yeah i think people used to be smaller didn't they they must have been <laughs> <laughs> yes they did sarah people were tiny no um, yeah they did <laughs> little miniature britons um but but we're all so much bigger now and we don't have any space it's really hard we need to make make space for things again and we've never had that privilege of having the weather where we can kind of sit outside maybe three quarters of the year because obviously you know any any bank holiday is going to rain and yeah. <laughs> we have the craziest weather but there, there needs to be more provision for for space and air around everything we do yes having an outside space is going to be essential certainly in the next few months yeah totally i've seen some really good solutions actually to um to outside eating i've seen something amazing in paris which was a cafe that's got its outside tables they've actually taken the chairs that you can't use and instead of taking the chairs away they filled them with giant teddy bears that is brilliant it is the cutest thing i've ever seen so every day's a teddy bears picnic and your social distance i just think that's genius
brilliant. Great for marketing. <laughs> <laughs> it worked. They're in all the international newspapers. So yeah, it worked really well for them. Yeah, and of course in Holland, there's also come up with some new tricks as well. So like there's a restaurant that's got off bubbles oh. um, around tables and keeping them individual. And then wow. the waiter brings the food over, but it's on a kind of like aura or a plank. And then they pass the food into the bubble so that wow. only the, the people that are separated only get that meal and there's no contact between the waiter and the guests which is pretty cool too and it looks really funky too that is so bizarre but kind of cool okay so to wrap up we think that successful businesses need to consider in the future or certainly in the immediate future sustainability yep which is something we're going to come to in a later episode story of the food is going to be much more important than before mm -hmm. local produce local talent yep mm -hmm. they need to have creative ideas for being outside yes they really do and hygiene and technology are going to be game changers they are indeed thank you for listening please share this podcast and let us know your thoughts and comments on what you think the future will look like in hospitality we look forward to you joining us in the next episode of Timothy Put the Kettle On, available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and YouTube. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're Body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At Body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a Pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah. You will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are Body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com.